Hi everybody, it's Erin. And Meg. And Ariel. <laughs> and welcome back to this... <laughs> You're so cute. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. Yeah, Woo! baby. We have our first guest. <laughs> I, mean, I can't like, see her, but so she's doing... YouTube. She's doing like the Rocky, like hands over the like head the fist bumping yeah. yeah we like i mean i keep forgetting that this is like an auditory medium yeah literally. but we are just so excited <laughs> if you guys haven't like i mean if you guys are new to the podcast you wouldn't know we actually are kind of lying because we had a guest on before we had my younger sister on oh, and we shit. talked about yeah. well no but it's not really a first guest because because you weren't there you weren't there True. i mean it was th- this is episode. us interviewing together yes but it was a solo episode because it was over the holiday it's season. my first guest it was our first guest <laughs> this is our first interview together and we are so I thrilled know. So we did an episode with my little sister and we just talked about college plans, all that different stuff because she's had a very different college experience than I have. So and, and yeah, I. then and as, 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 as have I. As have I. <laughs> so we are so excited to have our best friend Ariel on the podcast. And we thought why like what would be a better topic to talk to our best friend about than friendships, toxic friendships, how to tell if you have a toxic friend, and like how to tell that you have a friend for life because I know that the three of us are gonna be so yep. kind of predicting the future a little bit but we just thought this would be you know you know yeah when you know you know kind of like when you meet the one i was gonna say when you found the one yeah (laughs) when you found the platonic one i found the two (laughs) i found the two but we are so excited to do this podcast okay yeah just ariel and i are sharing a blanket we are it's very intimate we are all huddled up right now we've all had pretty long days even though it's only 5 p.m but we're all going to chick-fil-a after this we're gonna have a really good night we have two like we have a salt rock on right now we have my essential oil diffuser we have a candle we have we all have stress relief body lotion on we are ready to go the vibe check has been passed yeah it's passed i don't it's think passed. i've ever been this relaxed in like i am i know meg was like what essential oil is this okay it's from elia nope. and i have to just like, give you the notes not spawns yeah not spawns not, not spawns <laughs> but it's called be centered and so the ingredients whatever who really cares but the properties you're literally gonna die i just told meg so she she gets kind of like a got kind of a preview yeah but relaxing clarifying centering calming spicy like, oh like me spicy. like spicy is the property wait so what what like there's got to be like a citrus right like what property like a lemongrass like so a, like yeah, a cinnamon ooh, wait in this or like a or like in that, oil? In oh and in, in this um oh well essential oils of Bergamot. Oh, bergamot. I bergamot, love right? bergamot. Yeah. So it's like that's like obviously a citrus. Orange tangerine, patchouli. It, it just smells Ooh, like patchouli. There no, but it, it just smells so fresh. It it's like earthy. It and literally like feels clean. like I just like squeezed an orange over like hot water. It smells like a margarita. No, it smells like so good. No, but closely, it smells like a margarita. That's what. That's literally what got me thinking though, because last night I went and got happy hour margs with our other best friend Kelsey and. I got the spicy jalapeno margarita, and it was the spiciest thing. No, like, I, I took one sip, and I felt like I bit into, an, like, a jalapeno, and Kelsey was like, I don't know that how you're like doing that. was, like, that martini we got that was, like, a jalapeno martini, yes. and it had jalapeno seeds floating in it, and I was like, The Yo. seeds are what I was like, this, this, Yeah, the seeds are what get you. Ooh, like, I didn't, <laughs> even, I didn't even know it, but then Meg told me after that the tequila is infused with jalapeno, and they put jalapeno seeds and just jalapeno juice in the market. Yeah, like, and they no just wonder. add like slices to like it's just stupid. But, but uh, it's very it's good if you like spicy, but Oh, for sure. But like, not every jalapeno margarita is created equal. I've had some <laughs> that are for white people, obviously. 
<laughs> that one from Tayamo tequila is not for white people. <laughs> See, but I love spice, yeah. so like it was kind of like my ish, but like you know. Same. But like I already told them that we're going back next Thursday just because on Thursday they teach salsa dancing and it was That's the so cutest cute. thing. So it was this lady and she was like, Everybody report to the dance floor and she literally was just giving oh, salsa. Is it food. free? Yeah. No, like it no, <gasps> no it's, it's just way. like it's just like everybody was like getting drinks, kinda settling in because happy hour had just started. And then like people were just like on the dance floor, like talking, chatting, whatever. And then like they, they had a DJ when we got there at ten. And so uh, like they okay, like casual. I mean like obviously because it's like Thursday yeah. Thursday, like we went on like a Wednesday and it, I was telling Kelsey it was dead. Yeah. It was yeah. still fun. Like it was well, still like, it fun. Was quiet. And but they like they did have a DJ at one point, but like there weren't many people at all. But there was like like all the couches were full like you could barely walk in there like there were so many people oh but like God. it was kind of cool be- but then like there were these girls that were getting like a little bit too excited mm-hmm. and like she threw her elbow back and she broke someone's glass so oh. um that wasn't yeah. cool they were like clean up on the dance floor it was so funny. what are you gonna do yeah but, i mean like it happens to <laughs> everybody yeah, yeah. A, it was a big party fall <laughs> like it was so awkward and i was also telling meg earlier i didn't really tell you but there was like another girl and she was there with her like her mans or something mm-hmm. and like he left. I don't know where he went. I don't know if he went to the bathroom, but it was for, like, a while. And they had, like, two glasses of wine on the table, and she drank both of them while he was gone. And then, like, That's he, me. You, you guys can't see me right now, obviously, but she had her eyes closed, and she was, like, grinding up on the wall. Like, she literally was, like, throwing her hands around. And, like, Kelsey and I, like, no. Kelsey and I weren't going out that night because, like, we both had work today. Like, we were going just to, like... I don't know, just have, like, a casual drink, you know? And so, like, we were sitting at the tables, and we were having dinner, and so just watching everything was just hysterical. Like, like, well, because people were, like... not drunk. Oh, I know. I mean, because, like, it it was, like, girls like us in college that were there to just, like, grind and just, like, be there. But then there was, like, people that were, like, literally, like, salsa dancing. So, yeah, I just want to give you an update, I guess, on my (laughs) Thursday. Just a quick background. (laughs) Just a quick context. But if you guys are anywhere near New Haven... Go. Dear God, you have to go to town to kill it. It's so good. Five dollar marks. The, the happy hour is insane. They the have food like a whole is so page good. of food for happy hour, and it's like six dollars. Yeah. Oh my god! It's, so we went for Aaron's birthday. Uh, that was like the best day of my life. So no, yeah, it, was it was so good. It was like, pretty fire. Yeah, honestly, created at two roads. Yeah, honestly, it was pretty great. <laughs> and have the white people version. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop. I know it's gonna be so funny. Yeah. Um, also, if you guys live near Stratford, Connecticut, there's this, even if you don't, just go. No, just like go. please, you have to go. But it's a good trip. It's an all-in-one stop. But there's this place called me and like there's this place there's this home homeland heaven <laughs> called two roads brewery and it's so good and they have really good beer there and we go all the time and yeah. we're going soon so i'm really excited but i don't know if you wanted to intro the segment well everyone's favorite segment so everyone's favorite and our only segment um it's what <laughs> we're only. loving this week and as always i'm going to go first so what i'm loving is the man that changed my tire today. <laughs> um, so I was going to get my nails done after work, and then all of a sudden I'm on 95, and I just hear, cha-chung, 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 like And I was, like, I was like, maybe there's just like a couple potholes or bumps or something, I don't know. And then it started getting louder, and then I started feeling it in the wheel, and then I was like, oh shit, that's my tire. And then it started to smell like burned rubber. And then it started lurching. And I was like, oh, oh. my God. So I luckily was already in the right lane. And then I was able to get off the highway, pull into a gas station. And then, yeah, I just, you know, called my AAA man. And he came and he changed my tire for me. And I'm just really grateful that I didn't have to do it myself because it was cold out. 
and yeah I just love that guy I don't know him he was great super nice he checked all my other tires too to make Aww, sure they had enough air nice. in them that is nice um I definitely don't have even and I am a total dumbass when it comes to cars so I was just thankful I had someone there yeah that knew what they were doing and like, yeah i just appreciate that guy I, I you're definitely not listening dude but thank you <laughs> you're definitely not <laughs> listening dude no 10 out like, of 10 experience i'm probably gonna go and like rate you somehow because you were dope i just i mean i also have AAA, but i literally like have never had any issue like that with my car except for like that time like a few months ago that kelsey and i were driving in the rain uh-huh. and like i think i told you guys this i don't know and like my car was like having trouble turning because like i was going up this really steep hill it was raining and for some reason there was like a light at the top of the hill and it went red and mm-hmm. so i was like in the, like the middle of the hill braked mm-hmm. and then i tried to go and my car was like <laughs> and it made the loudest noise i've ever heard and i was like great i'm gonna have to call triple a like this is so horrible you know <laughs> yeah, but i've never had any issues but, but they're, i'm glad they're i they're have i've had plenty <laughs> oh yeah i have the worst car luck so anything Same. that could happen to you has probably happened to me so. yeah ariel what are you loving this week as so our guest i'm loving the fact that it's getting warmer oh um, yeah already. obviously it's not super warm today it's like kind of disgusting and rainy but I love the warm weather. The summer has become my favorite season this past, like, year. Because I used to love the fall, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's fine. But, like, the summer's vibes of, like, <laughs> yeah, the no. past two years have been, like, unmatched. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, no, like, it's now my favorite season. And this past Sunday and Monday were, like, 60 degrees. It was so And I was nice. literally tanning on the quad at my school, and it was amazing. So, also, that's daylight what I'm savings is yeah. on yeah. Sunday. Not, so, kind it's going to be... Well, like, yeah. Because, like, she works. I work at 7 a.m. and the clocks are going to go forward an hour while Ew. I'm sleeping, so I'm going to lose an hour of sleep. But, like, we're going to rally. But it's also, gonna it's going to be light out later. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we can go for happy hour and it can still okay, be literally. light out. And even this <laughs> morning. That's I the only thing Meg's I won't want to kill myself honestly. when I walk outside at 4 p.m. and it's pitch black. Yeah, th- literally. And this morning, because I had work at 7 and I have to wake up at 5.30 when I work at 7. Because <gasps> I drive for, like, 40 <sighs> it's minutes. It's a commute. Yeah, and it was, like, the sun was up when I was, like, getting ready for work at Mm -hmm. 6. That's so nice. And I was like, wait, now I feel like I should be awake, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I actually don't feel like a dead person, so that was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because normally, like, over the wintertime, it's, like, pitch black and freezing cold. Plus, it's so cold. cold, Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why am I not in my bed? I know. (laughs) like, why am I alive right now? That's, like, like, the bad thing about it being so cold, but also, like... I also feel bad complaining because if you guys didn't know, we live in Connecticut, and so I also feel bad complaining because we've had, I think it snowed literally one. Zero, it literally so. snowed one time. And, yeah. like, it's, I think it was, like, maybe below 10, like, once, and yeah. then I feel like it's been, like, normal, I mean, like, obviously 30 degrees is, like, really cold, but I feel like it's been, like, it's pretty, like, pretty, um, like 30, as, as, as people have said, a pretty lukewarm winter. Yeah. So I, I feel bad complaining, but also, melting. like, get a move on. Like, I'm ready to put my bathing suit on. Like, I'm ready um, to just yeah, swim. I've definitely noticed a difference the past few years and like, how cold it's gotten. Like, I, every year it's warmer and warmer. Yeah. Five years ago, it used to snow, like, three feet. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like, it's definitely, yeah. <laughs> shit is definitely going down. Shit is melting. With the ozone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the ozone. Shit be melting. It go down in the ozone. Um, I think of that big Sean lyric when he's like, with the ozone. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I don't know what it is. Right. I it, no, it's, it's like, is it, isn't it bounce back? Yeah. Yeah. Last night I took it out. I'm back. I'm going to look it up because I'm on my iPad right now. I've been up in small when my girl is beauty in the Big Sean Ozone. Big Sean Ozone. I don't F with you. It's that song. We're wrong. Oh, really? Um, I thought it was. 
Do do do. Um, really quick break while I look it up. Okay, but we have to because like no, I, I like about need to know Me like oh, I'll read the lyrics aloud. I found it. <laughs> Ain't nothing but trilling me, aw man, silly me. I just bought a crib, three stories. That, that bitch, bitch a trilogy. trilogy, and you know I'm rolling with the fucking up the ozone. I got a bitch that texted she ain't got no clothes on. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I'm glad that I remembered that. When we're not <laughs> looking at the lyrics, <laughs> yeah, that, that was only me reading the lyrics, so that made me feel good. Big Daddy Sean, yeah, <laughs> when love he's like five five. Him. Yeah, but his dicks. Yeah, I mean, like, no wonder Ariana wants to go back. Yeah, she was like, when, he's, when she said he could still get it, I was like, okay, me. Oh, Isn't he with Jenny Go still? Yeah, they're like, they've been on and off a thousand times. I heard like, I someone said that. that her music is for people that cheat on their boyfriends, and I was like, okay. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like... It's fire, but also it's, I get it's that. It's good, but yeah. I, 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 I don't really listen to her that much, so... I, have, I, know, I like, listen to, like, songs. a couple of her songs. Yeah. It's not, like, anything... I'm not like, oh my god, I have to go... Concert. Yeah. She'd probably be really bad. She'd probably yeah. really a lot of auto tune. Maybe yeah. Big Sean would show up. So oh maybe y'all know. What I'm what, what was, oh what I'm loving this week is my essential oil diffuser. Um, obviously, her. everybody pretty much knows about the whole coronavirus issue now. I've calmed down a little bit, but when it first started happening, I was like blacking out every day. <laughs> I mean, I've still like I think I've washed my hands twenty times today. At least, because yeah, I mean, we, like Meg and I also work at a coffee shop, so like I don't want to like mess with that, especially because people will literally cough on their hand, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna touch the iPad." I'm, like, oh, are you kidding? Hand. They're like, "Oh yeah, how much do I owe you?" And they give you like their cash, and you're like, "I have to touch that." I saw with this my hands. article about coronavirus being spread through cash, and they're like not sure if it like can survive on that yet. But like they're gonna let us know. Uh, well, I <laughs> can't only wait to use wear um, vinyl yeah. gloves when I take Literally. people's cash. Like, there's this woman that comes to our job and like she wears vinyl gloves and like she'll re- she keeps her money in a plastic bag. She will like do that, and I'm like, maybe I should get on that wave. So like, yeah. Well, th- she's definitely know? just she's so she's gross. Definitely just a germaphobe. Yeah. But but also, like, so many bacteria and things like cannot survive yeah. on that in that environment because it's like cold. Mm-hmm. It's like not. I don't know. And there's, like, nothing for them to even, there's like, nothing. feed off there's, of them yeah, to get off no, of. Exactly. There's no yeah. energy source. There's no sugar. Exactly. There's no yeast. Um, yeah, but basically yeasty. I know next to nothing about um, the human body and <laughs> illnesses, and so I was really freaking out. I always get sick. I, I was t- saying, like, the other night, I was like, I only get sick, like, twice a year, and normally it's around this time, so I was like, great, I'm gonna get it, and I'm gonna die, and all this <laughs> stuff, like, it's coming to America, like, oh my god, like, because there's, like, ten deaths now. Yeah. But... Honestly, if I did get it, I you wouldn't. wouldn't I wouldn't die. And coronaviruses aren't anything new. It just anything. wouldn't be fun because they would. Yeah, we're you. in like low key the ideal age group. Yeah. Well, because like no, we are. Kids aren't really getting it, but like if you're in like if you're below thirty, mm-hmm. you're low key fine. There was a student at UMass Boston who got it. And yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. So like, there is a recovery rate. If you look it up, there's like a website that shows. Like the well, current diagnostics, and then there's also like recovery rates. So how many people have gotten it? And yeah, like recovered. the mortality rate of it is two percent overall, mm-hmm. and for people under forty, it's point two. Yeah, yeah. So, well, like, and I, I read an article today that they closed down one of the hospitals in Wuhan, like one of the like the yeah. emergency hospitals, because like they like they like made it because of all the cases but the amount of cases that have emerged has gone down like significantly yeah. so they closed down the hospital and like they're not using it like because it was like an emergency hospital to, yeah. to like help everyone and now like the emerging cases have slowed down so 
Yeah, that's a good sign. But okay, we're not trying to make this political and get all <laughs> yeah. in, all, all up in this because we still have so much to say. But <laughs> we have so much to say. I am just like I'm just terrified of getting sick at the moment, <laughs> and so I've been drinking obviously like a lot of water and trying to stay healthy. But some of that stuff you really can't avoid. But what I've really been loving is my essential oil diffuser. We have it going now. Like I said. I'm using Be Centered right now. I definitely need to get some more because I felt a tiny tickle in my throat the other night and I put my eucalyptus essential oil in my diffuser and I went to bed and I woke up and I was like ready to sing to the birds. So um, I just love this thing. It just time makes me so relaxed. I'm, I'm literally time to rock and roll. But I'm someone that's like so deeply affected by like my environment, which is why Same, I was like yeah. low-key stressed before the podcast came in and lit a candle, put on my salt lamp and my essential oil diffuser. And I'm feeling great. And I'm with my two besties. So. Yeah. Really? What more could you ask for? So before we get to the rest of the episode, here's a quick commercial. Hey everybody, we are back from the ad break. Thank you so much for listening to that. We really appreciate it. It means a lot. But we're going to get into the actual meat and potatoes of the this juice, episode. The juice. If you will. I li- okay. I, There's a lot of it. I There's hate, a lot of I tea. hate the words meat and juice, so that was just awful. Oops. But honestly, that's the only way to describe it. It is. Is some juice. Juicy meat. So, <laughs> juicy meat. Please leave that in. Um, I want to die. Yeah, that was definitely not good. But... So what we want to talk about in this episode, because obviously the three of them were all like so huddled in, huddled in. Huddled in. We're like, <laughs> the tea is like bursting out of my pores. I know. So um, what we want to talk about today is because obviously we're all best friends. We wanted to talk about like friendship and how to know that you found like a good friend in somebody and how to know that like, how to know that you didn't. <laughs> Shit. Shit. God. Shit. So we want to talk about what makes a good friend before we get into the episode. And so I think we can all go around and just like share sure. some stuff. So your thing, baby. I think something very important My in a good right friend there, be careful. is yeah. I think that you kind of need to treat friendships similar to relationships in some ways. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, I think that like having just overall like unconditional support, just like trust mm-hmm. is like important. Yeah. And like knowing that you can go to them for everything and just being able to like talk to them honestly and know that you're not going to be judged I yeah. think is like very important just to have that support no I yeah. like, I mean like I definitely think that's like a big thing for me because like obviously with just some random person on the street you're not going to get like that unconditional support like I always think of that sex in the city scene when um they're at Charlotte's wedding and Carrie like Aiden just broke up with Carrie because he found, well, because she told him that she was cheating on him with her ex-boyfriend. And so he, like, comes to Charlotte's wedding, like, outside the chapel and, like, basically just, like, breaks up with Carrie and he's like, I can't do this. Like, obviously, while you're watching the show, you, like, feel for Carrie and stuff, but also that's, like, the first moment that you're like, damn, like, she's a human being, like, she makes mistakes too. Mm. And, like, it's, like, such, like, she cheated on, like, the best guy ever with her sleazy ex-boyfriend. She goes back to, like, the wedding and, like, her best friends are there and, like, they still love her, like, no matter what. And, like, obviously that's, like, a really extreme example, but, like, I don't know, like, you, you, like, know you know when you find, like, unconditional friends that will, like, love you no matter, like, what you do. Yeah, and I feel like unconditional is, like, it's unconditional, but it is also conditional, like, you know, like, obviously to a certain extent, like, if someone's, like, crazy. Like, like, if I kill someone, Aaron's probably not gonna be, like, Like, oh my god, they're, like, good for you, Exactly, but, like, just, like, knowing that, like, 
to a certain like baseline level mm-hmm. of like do someone, like, someone doing something that like somebody yeah. has your back and like will support you through mm-hmm. that and just like be there to talk to you through things because like you might not agree with what someone's doing but you can still support them yeah and what they're doing and mm-hmm. like it's the most important thing is if they like accept that support i feel like and if they like learn from it with you and like like, if they do something wrong and you as a friend will give them advice or, like, talk them through it and, like, them listening to that, I feel like that's when you know that, like, it can be, like, an unconditional yeah. support situation because you know that they're going to, like, value your opinion. Yeah, and, like, I feel like also, too, like, that kind of, like, unconditional support and, like, unconditional love, like, comes from a place of knowing that I, like, know you're a good person and, mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't bring it past yeah. that point of, yeah. like, being, like, a terrible person. Yeah. And, like, taking advantage and, like, of you like, yeah, or your friendship. Yeah, taking advantage of you or, like, wanting you to, like, not be friends mm-hmm. or, like, to put your friendship into jeopardy. So, like, I feel like it would, like, come from that. I feel like another good point, I'm gonna steal off, Ariel literally came prepared with notes <laughs> and I'm stealing off one of them because this is, like, a big one for me, too, is loyalty. Oh, loyalty. these hoes ain't loyalty. loyalty. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, There's a lot of hoes out there <laughs> that I mean, ain't loyal. I mean, I just think it's really important to, like, always have, like, the other person's back. And, like, I don't know. Just, like, I mean, obviously, like, you don't have to, like, make them your only friend. And, like, right. they're the only friend that you can, like, ever have. But also just knowing that, like, hey, I'm going to, like, stick up for you no matter what. Like, you know. Also, hey. talking nice shit behind their back. Like, if you are talking to, like, your mom or, like, another friend saying, like, how great your friend is... I think that's a good sign. Yeah. If you don't have anything negative to say about yeah. them, I think that's pretty. Because, like, honestly, if you start talking to anyone, they'll start telling you their problems mm-hmm. or, like, within the first five minutes. Yeah. But I don't know. I think if you can have, like, a conversation and say actually, like, nice, genuine things about your friend, I think that's a sign of a healthy relationship. Yeah. True. Okay. I'm like, wow, that's kind of deep. What would you say would be a good quality to have for a friend? I think honesty yeah and i think communication like i think those are two huge things i think that also applies to like romantic relationships Mm -hmm. too but i think like if you can't be straight up with your best friend then what's the point yeah like i think you if you feel like they're making a mistake or they're acting a certain way or you know really anything you should be able to tell them like hey like are you okay notice you're doing this yeah Yeah. but like in a nice way that's Mm -hmm. not gonna like hurt them i mean like like, yeah like Sometimes mm-hmm. honesty comes across as being hurtful, but mm-hmm. I think in the long run, it's like sometimes you just need to hear it. Yeah. yeah. And I think communicating like, hey, like what you did upset me because of X, Y, Z and just being like transparent is super important yeah. so that you don't like hang on to things and then become resentful later on. Well, because I feel like that's like something that like, I mean, I feel like the three of us are all good at. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, yeah. especially like individually, but also when it comes to like all of us, I'm like, hey, like. I know you didn't mean it like that, but, like, that kind of hurt my feelings. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, if there is something that could eventually cause an argument, even if it's a drunk argument. Um, <laughs> or, yeah, we're, something we're, stupid. We're, yeah. We're, like, the one argument I ever had was a uh, drunk one, but we're not really going to get into that. But just, like, <laughs> It wasn't being, even an argument. No, but, like, I mean... But, <laughs> Y'all but, like, were just bickering. No, yeah. but, like, <laughs> even when we were drunk, we, like, knew in that moment that we, we needed to, like... in, like, less than an hour. That we needed to talk about it and, like, yeah. figure it out because, like, obviously if you value your friend, like, you want to be honest and you want to communicate, like, hey, I didn't, like, I'm sorry for what I did and, like, you want to be open and be like, hey, like, I want to, like, like, I want to, like, hang out with you. I want to do this stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like another important thing, too, is, like, 
that was kind of what it was going into was like equal effort yeah because oh, like there true. there is nothing true. there's there's nothing worse than like hi kelsey if you're listening but i call her out on this like all the time <laughs> i don't know because i like obviously love my friends and i mm -hmm. want to be with them so much that like I feel like I always just like settle into the pattern of like, oh, like let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. Mm -hmm. But like, I do that too. But like, all well, because I I just have like so many ideas of like what we can do and like yeah, I want to yeah. be with my friends, so I'm like, let's do this. I obviously communicate with her well too, but I always say like, I would appreciate if like it was like even or if yeah. like next time we hang out like you made a plan and then yeah. she'd, she'd be like okay like why don't you come over this night we can make dinner and like watch a movie and so now i feel like since i like communicated that like i like it when it's more even like we have like a completely equal yeah. time making friends and like there's nothing worse than like you putting in more effort into a friendship than like yeah. the other person that can be very frustrating yeah and i think like you just have to be honest and like if you feel like they're not putting in the same amount of effort or they're doing something that's hurting you you should be able to say like hey like just what Aaron said and maybe like they'll correct the behavior and then yeah your relationship's a lot better for it yeah I feel like also like by the same token to that it's like on the opposite end of the spectrum is not putting in like obviously when you put in too much effort that can like be difficult but if you're the person that isn't putting in the same amount as the other person I think that's also can be toxic if someone is kind of taking away your independence in mm -hmm. a way oh yeah like, no yeah. because I feel that's like a good one. while certain friends can like almost not try enough other friends can try way too hard mm -hmm. and I think that that can be just as bad if not worse yeah. a lot of times because it can end up feeling like a toxic boyfriend or like something like that they're being clingy yeah, yeah like i mean i'll call myself out 100 percent. like freshman year of college i was not myself i was yeah. not like comfortable with myself mm -hmm. i was at, at a school that i didn't like i had i was not putting myself out there and i had a friend she had vocalized to me that she didn't want to be friends anymore but then the next week she was like i'm willing to like try this out and like keep being friends mm -hmm. and after that i was like so scared of her like changing her mind yeah and like i could tell that like she was like pulling away like we weren't as close anymore after that i was being like that person that ariel was talking about like i was like being that kind of person like i was like oh do you want to hang out today do you want to hang out tomorrow like i would be planning like a week in advance so that she would like want to hang out with me yeah but like looking back i'm like i'm i would not have wanted to hang out with that kind of person yeah when you're like in the right place and when you're like i feel like when you're just like a good person and a caring person like you can recognize when somebody is like struggling or is just i don't know in need of a little extra attention or a little extra effort like for a certain amount of time and like i think that that's totally fair because i think we all go through things where we might need a little extra like love from our friends but like i think when like, I don't know. I obviously knew Aaron when, like, all of this was happening. And, like, obviously I wasn't there firsthand. However, like, and I wasn't, like, at your school and everything yeah. like that. So, like, I know that they probably, like, maybe would have been different if I was. But, like, I still feel like you weren't completely in the wrong in all of those situations. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, like, there's, there's like, two sides to every story. Sides, yeah. And, like, there's, I don't know. But, like, I just know the kind of person you are. And I also knew the kind of person that she was. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> but i don't know and then like i guess like the last part once again stealing off of ariel's notes is like i mean we we, we were like kind of talking about this earlier but mm -hmm. like being able to trust because like trust the other person because like it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier about like not like talking 
bad about like the other person but like yeah. i don't know just like i can like tell you guys things but no we take that shit to the grave baby. yeah keep it yeah. yourself i think also sorry to add another oh thing God, but no. just like that's the point of the podcast knowing like a healthy balance of like how sensitive to be like when your friends are giving you like criticism or mm-hmm. something like that is really important so that you oh, don't take yeah. every single thing to heart and think that like oh my god they hate me just because mm-hmm. like we had one issue i think like you having confidence in a friendship is really important just like you would have in a relationship like if mm-hmm. you're super insecure about any kind of relationship whether it be platonic romantic whatever like that is gonna show and that's gonna drive the other person away yeah so having confidence like you'll be friends no matter what and we'll get through this minor issue if that comes up is like so important to the other person feeling the same way mm-hmm. i think just like to be the friend that you want to have good point and just you know oh man yeah, Ariel oh got God. me a sign for my birthday that, that says... I even... I literally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, Ariel got me a sign for my birthday that says you're the friend that everyone... Wait, what is that say? everyone wants? You're the friend that everybody wants Wish, to have, but also, like, have. wishes they had, yeah. But, like, literally with what you're saying, like, if I'm being a bitch, like, I, I wouldn't want... Yeah, like, a, I'd like a bitch to, as a friend, yeah. yeah. And I'd also want you to tell me about it, and I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I trust you enough to know that, like, you're valid in yeah. that, and that, like, I should fix something. Oh my god, wait, hold on. I saw this quote today... I literally, I literally screenshotted it. Hold on. Stop expecting you from other people. And I think that's oh, a huge yeah, thing. And, like, just because, like, you would do something for someone else, that doesn't mean they would do it for you. Yeah. And so, like, I think you need to keep that in mind. Not everyone is you. Not everyone is going to put in the exact amount of effort as you always at the same time. But I think, like, if you have an issue with someone, you need to just tell them. And Because we all have expectations of certain people. You have expectations of your friends, how they're supposed to react in certain situations. And if they don't react in a way that you want them to or you expect them to, don't, like, begrudge them over yeah. that. Because everyone has their own motives. Everyone has their own thoughts and feelings. And, like... You can't hold someone accountable to what you expect of them when they don't even know what you mm-hmm. expect. Yeah, true. So, yeah. I, I think that's that. a big issue. Snapping. Yeah, me like, oh my gosh, good job. <laughs> like, co-sign, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but now, you li- literally, Ariel's notes are like the perfect outline. It's kind sweet. of annoying. But <laughs> next, Ariel was in her notes. She was kind of writing about like, I don't know, just like the transition of meeting people like in college versus or like anything well and like just like in any situation and the versus like having friends like your whole life i feel like you could like kind of like bring that away yeah with, like what you were saying in your so, notes and then later on we can talk about not like bad friends but like what makes like toxic situations and then yeah we can talk about the article so i feel like when i went off to school like i i feel like when i was in high school i was kind of thriving mm-hmm. with like my social life i had the best friends I had friends like that were super close to me that I've had forever like Aaron and Lizzie and then I had a couple other friends I would consider to be like very close as well and then I had like secondary friends Mm -hmm. and whatever and I just felt very like supported every single day when I would wake up and go to Mm -hmm. school I knew people when I would come home I was surrounded by my family and I think when obviously people go off to college and they're in a different state or they're just in a different area or even if they're not really in a different area but just being in an area where you don't know all of those people it can be so scary and you don't even realize what that loneliness feels like until you're there yeah and it can cause people to do to react a lot of different ways some people will just completely be overly outgoing and they will 
start creating any type of friendship that they can and it's not even really genuine just because they're like craving that kind of bond mm-hmm. with somebody other people yeah. will like isolate themselves and just be depressed and then some people will try to just maintain the relationships that they already have and hope that they can just maintain those while they're in this like new I guess environment and I feel like it's really hard when you're making friends to not compare them mm-hmm. to friends that you've had forever and I really like struggled with this for a long time for because sure. I I made friends in college. I'm just going to refer to when I was at Emmanuel because you yeah. guys didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what that is. I made friends when I got to college and it was kind of... Whenever I would see any kind of red flag or something that I just didn't make me feel right, I would be like, no, I can't compare this person to Aaron. Mm-hmm. I can't compare this person to Lizzie, to some people that I've trusted for 10 plus years mm-hmm. in my life because not everybody is going to be them and I can't look for them in others. And I was having a an issue with one of my college friends a couple months ago and I was expressing this to my boyfriend, talking about this, and I was like, I just feel bad like com- like feeling this negatively about this person because she's not the same as my mm-hmm. two best friends and he was like but to an extent you can compare and you can hold someone to a standard mm-hmm. because it's not necessarily about having someone be exactly the same as your best friends but it's about holding into that standard of what you think is a good friend and how someone makes you feel and like Obviously, like, I met Meg way after I met you, and I would mm-hmm. consider Meg to be a great friend. Yeah. And I'm not comparing her to you, but she also meets a standard of just being a good friend to me. Like, and it's I'm not that cry. she needs like, to be exactly the same as you, no. but, and that's not, like, what I mean by comparing, but still having, I know I keep saying standard, but literally mm-hmm. just having those standards and those expectations for what you need in that kind of relationship because it's not fair to just say oh no I can't compare this person so I'm gonna let their toxic behavior fly Mm -hmm. like that's not okay because you should have like again standards yeah (laughs) no but like you like have to have that bar that people have to hit but then like something that I've learned like throughout college was that like it also takes a second for people to reach that potential because when I first went to college I literally well obviously you're my best friend since like birth basically yeah like pretty much like kind of a backstory like we're 20 well Ariel's turning 22 no Ariel's turning 22 this month but (laughs) like like, Ariel's turning 22 this month but I'm already 22 I just turned 22 last month we've been best friends since like the first day of kindergarten and so like I don't know what friendships aren't like without Ariel and like we've always just had like a strong like friendship and it's even gotten stronger like through college and so like when I first went off to college I was looking for any like I I was looking for like familiarity and I was looking for like I was kind of like what she was describing like trying like forcing myself to make friends that like even though didn't really feel 100% right like, I was just looking for anything. Yeah. People and to drink with. Exactly. They, like, literally like, anything. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I was always, like, I was totally in that, like, same headspace of, like, comparison and stuff. I remember when I came to UNH now. Like, I go to University of New Haven now. And I was, like, I'm throwing all of that out the window. Like, I'm, like, I want to meet, like, genuine people. And I want to be, like, 100% myself. And so, like, that's when I met Meg. And, like, we were friends like yeah. the whole semester like we would hang out and we would go get food and stuff it was like but at a healthy pace but it, exactly but I was like it was progressing naturally yeah. instead of like forcing it and being like I need a best friend like right when I joined school like yeah. I had Vic who I would go to work out with I had Michelle who I would go get coffee with mm-hmm. I had you who mean you would go get like lunch from time to time but I wasn't forcing anything because I still like 
had my own hobbies outside of like being obsessed with my friendships which I didn't have at my old school it wasn't like it wasn't until we really like finally moved in together that we were like yeah and so like it wasn't until that but it was like a healthy progression but also like totally understand like the whole comparison of being like my god like i know what a best friend is and like i know what like a real true like ride or die let it happen yeah and like even like as your friend knowing you before we even went to college knowing you when you were at salve and then knowing you when you went to unh and i feel like the biggest difference in like the friendships you made at Salve versus the friendships you made at UNH was your own independence mm-hmm. because you yeah. had that time where you were working and you were grinding mm-hmm. and you were figuring out your life and you like you were saying you went into making those friendships with such a different attitude and when you have that mindset where you don't necessarily need something but you are welcoming it if mm-hmm. it comes that's when it's going to come like, you can't go into a friendship with expectations of, this is going to be my bridesmaid. Yeah. That happens. You're going yeah. to you're gonna be let down sometimes, though. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not everyone's going to be your future bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, not every friendship is going to... I mean, like, it could be good in the beginning, but not every friendship is going to, like, be the same. Yeah. And, and like, I- we all try friendships out. Like, when I started college, like... Remember that random girl that I, like, went to yoga with, like, yeah. two times and, like, went to Marshall's with? Like, mm-hmm. I th- don't talk to her ever. And yeah. she's, like, really weird now. But, like, that was, like, someone who I was, like, oh, test in the waters. Like, yeah. let's see how this goes. And we didn't really vibe as well as, like, you needed to to, like, let a friendship continue. And we, like, naturally just went our separate ways and found mm-hmm. other people that we bonded with. And I think that's also totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, you can have different levels of friends. Like, you can have, like, work friends mm-hmm. or, like, school friends that you just hang out with when you're in those environments and still be like really close to them and tell them things but yeah like and then you have like your ride or dies and then you have people that you might like go to parties with yeah like ariel and i always describe it like kind of jokingly but also seriously as like an onion and i'm like okay that's so true and i'm like okay i have my first layer which is obviously like my family doesn't count but i'm like okay i have kelsey lizzie ariel meg like yeah that's yeah, pretty much it. it and yeah. then i'm like then i have my second like i have like my second layer of like people that i would still consider good friends but that like if my tire popped on the highway i'm not gonna text yeah. them and be like oh my god can you like come yeah. help me right but like that i will still hang out with on a daily basis and then there's like your third onion is people that you like talk to from time to time but like also the end of every friendship doesn't need to end in like sparks and like world war three yeah. and like sometimes you just fade off yeah, yeah i think it's pretty telling that when I did pop my tire, the first person I told was Aaron. Wait, really? <laughs> and then oh I called my dad. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I literally was just sitting there and I was like, oh shit. I was like, who's going to laugh at this? I was <laughs> like, Aaron's going to laugh at this. So then I texted her. And also I knew she was like right down the street. So that if I needed anything, I knew that she would be there. I was, I ended up being fine and like I didn't need her to come. But like, I think it's. It's, like, when you're put in those situations, like, who you want to turn to is yeah, really important. Like, literally like you realize in those couple seconds, like, who would be actually there for you when you need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, literally, I text you guys, like, every day. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm seriously. Just, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, guys, I just, like, um, things, just, just went to McDonald's. Literally, um, like, things that no one cares about. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, we just No, like, like, that's, like, multiple times, like, people, I mean, like, with both of you, like, people have been, like, oh, my God, like 
do you ever stop texting? I'm like, no. Because no. I'm like, I'm like, I <laughs> always, I'm like, I always have something to say, even if it's just like, miss you. Like, I'm yeah, like, literally. just gotta like remind you. Like, but I'm like, we're busy for a couple hours, yeah. like whatever. But like, I'm gonna check in with you guys every but day. But I'm like, I don't know. It was hard for me to like get over kind of the realization that not every single friend is gonna be like that. Yeah. And just because they're not doesn't mean that they're worthless and that like true or that like the friendship doesn't mean anything. Like I was like, oh my god, they have to be like the other half of my heart, like <laughs> soulmate, like ride or die, like down bitch yeah or nothing yeah. and like yeah. i get into that all or nothing thinking but i was like you can have somebody that you see like you randomly take the same like spin class and you see them there and you're like oh hey what's up like how's it going like right. but you, you, don't, you don't have to ask them to be your bridesmaid yeah like you can like you can have different levels of friends which is i feel like it's something that i'm like had to learn like i feel like in the past few years yeah is that like not every single friendship is going to be like meg ariel yeah level, exactly. you know some, you, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, you can still have, I feel like, friends that are, like, on a closeness level that you just have different communication habits with. Yeah. Like Lizzie. Yeah. Like, I feel like I don't necessarily text Lizzie every single second of every single day. I would still consider her to be one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously I know, like, you do too, so. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think low-maintenance friendships are, like, a good thing mm-hmm. yeah, too. Because, like, I have some friends, like, from high school that I text like every couple weeks but like i knew if anything happened they would be there in a second yeah so like i think that's true like even like ricky Mm -hmm. like i don't talk to ricky every single day but like i would consider ricky to be like a really good friend yeah like even like chad i didn't talk to chad for like two years and Mm -hmm. i texted him for his birthday and it was just like nothing happened yeah yeah if if you can pick up where you (laughs) left off that's a good yeah yeah and like we have a friend monica too and like she like she's like she's always traveling like she's so busy she's doing all this stuff but then like Whenever she comes over, it's literally, like, no time has passed. And, like, I still, like, view her as, like, my little sister. And so it's, like, I don't know. There's just different levels. Like, you don't have to be up each other's butts like the three of us are. But you can still have, like, good, solid friendships. True. I think something I really want to talk about, too, is, like, it's kind of what Ariel touched on before about, like, being secure in your relationships. But I think, like how Aaron and I became friends like pretty quickly though like how close we became in such a short time like after we moved in together mm-hmm. like we're super we're we're best friends and then Aaron also had Ariel who she's known for her whole life and Ariel and I are not threatened by each other in any way. Oh my, like, yeah, we're like, yeah, we should get into that. If yeah. Aaron wants to go hang out with Ariel separately that's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm not like, oh my, I'm not butthurt. Like sometimes she invites me, sometimes she doesn't, and that's fine. Yeah. And like and same, that's like a same thing. Person. Yeah. And Ariel, Ariel's not gonna be pissed if like you know, Aaron and I live together. We have a podcast together. Yeah. Right. We're literally lick each and other's anal no, cavities. No, and, 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 and we work together. No. Yeah. yeah, we work together. Ariel literally does not give a single shit. Yeah. Like yeah. she wishes she could be with us and stuff, but like she's doing her own thing. You know, Aaron and I are each doing our own thing. Yeah. And I can still have a, an individual friendship with Ariel, too. Like, I exactly. don't always need Aaron there. Yeah. And Aaron let us, like, have our own friendship, too, which I think is a big thing. She wasn't possessive, like, of you're my friend, yeah. you're my friend. Yeah. Right. And you, you both exist for me. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, it was, like, like, you guys can also be friends. Like, yeah. especially after my freshman year when I was, like, oh, my God, like. There's a lot well, of growth there, man. Well, no, I mean. <laughs> There was a lot of growth in that, but, like, especially, like, after my freshman year, and I was, like, I would, like, get jealous because, like, they would all hang out. Who I thought were my friends would hang out and not invite me, and so I would get jealous and I would get upset, mm-hmm. and, like, I never want, like, 
anybody else to feel like that and I like I always want to try and like include people whenever possible if they are good friends to me yeah and so like I also like want I like I mean I always wanted you guys to have like a separate relationship and it's like the same with like Kelsey like when Kelsey comes over like I mean, like, I... She's gonna be eventually living with us. Yeah. So, like, obviously, I need to have, like, my own relationship with yeah, her, Yeah, and, like, I mean, I... And, like, even, like, they were by... She was with Kelsey by herself for, like, three minutes yesterday. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yes! <laughs> like, I was like, I want, like, everybody to be able to, like... I don't know, like, have a good relationship and get along. And, like, I never want to be that person that's like, oh, you can't hang out with this person. Like, it's my friend. Like, it's... I'm like... Not to be a little emo, but I'm, like, in the future when I do get married, like, I would want you guys as, like, my bridesmaids. Yeah, and I want it to be love thrown parties, as you know in our podcast episode. And I would want it to be just, like, a big party of yeah. everyone feeling included and being friends. And, like, I think not being possessive over your friends is really important. important. Yeah, and, like, Aaron and I live together, so, like, we obviously have our own friends come over. But, like, I've never felt, like, like isolated or anything like you've yeah. always invited me and then I always invite her whenever mm-hmm, I'm same. doing something yeah. and like we each have friendships with each other's friends yeah. which I think is nice like the amount of group messages that we're in with yeah. each other's friends friend groups like it's, it's so, so funny. funny but I think yeah like just what you said not being possessive of your friends is huge yeah and like yeah. letting them have their own friends and like you have your friends and I think sorry no no, God, no like, I was done I was like trailing off and I feel like when once you like if you are like a jealous person or something like that once you can get over that like hump of like okay these two people can be friends it's like the best thing ever when Mm -hmm. your friends are friends or when like even if you're like dating someone and like they can like vibe with your friends separately and like if like I don't know I just feel like it can be like heartwarming Mm -hmm. to see your friends get along with each other yeah and you realize that like you really like have good taste in people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, it's I mean, like, like nice. Yeah. it's a nice exactly. feeling. And, like, you want that to happen. Like, even at, like, my birthday, both of your boyfriends, like, talking. I'm like, damn. Like, I'm like, I'm like, they literally make out <laughs> in the corner. No, but like, it's just, oh, it's, it. I mean, like, obviously, they're both my friends, but it was, like, my friends that I brought together, and, like, yeah. they get along so well. Or, like, when John Blasky comes out with us, and, like, or he, Ricky, like, we're, or, like, we're all just, like, get along so well. Oh, my God. It was so cute. So, we had, like, a few guys at our New Year's Eve party and at one point like everyone was super drunk but they all like got in a hu- all the guys like got in a huddle it was so and cute Seth, this was picture for a lot of them this is their like first, first time or second meeting. time meeting yeah. and we took a picture that of them we were so literally funny. crying because it was so was cute like, it was like my boyfriend about? ariel's boyfriend ricky john like it was just so cute <laughs> and like I think that's what friendship is. Yeah. Because like, they all, like, like, have this common, like, love for us. Yeah. And they could all just, like, go off of that, that, like, they were all good people. Mm-hmm. And that they were all having fun together. And that yeah. was just, like, so nice. Yeah. Do we want to get into the shit? I'm like, I <laughs> oh, yeah, think, I think, do the I think, I we think it's time to the... spill some tea. I'm going to be serving. No, just kidding, Ariel will be serving. <laughs> no, but I, I just think that, like, obviously we just got into so much of the positive and, like, so many good things that, like, friendships have brought us. But there's also, like really important signs to watch out for because like not every something i've also had to learn not everybody has your best interests and like not everybody like like it said before not everyone's you yeah so like you could have the best intentions in the world but that doesn't mean that someone else does yeah yeah so and um, some people only care about like what is best for them in that moment and if an opportunity presents itself that's better for them they might take it and leave you behind but before we get into the article we just wanted to like kind of like continue on from that like possessive 
conversation because like I feel like that's something that like the three of us were all just getting like well, I mean not like excited to talk about but it's something that's like really important yeah so I had an experience um a negative friendship experience with possessiveness and insecurity and I feel like that's like something that I didn't even think of in the list of like it was like one of the last things I thought of on the list of like what makes a good friend is like mm-hmm. being confident but like that is like low-key the most important thing I feel like if one of the most important things because I had an experience with a friend who was completely and totally insecure in herself and only wanted me to have her as a friend mm-hmm. or at basically Erin at Salve but like on acid yeah like yeah like it was really bad and it was like the way we became friends I had a breakup she was there and we bonded and I think that was it was good but it also I feel like set us up for failure because like it was like it like set you up it was like a codependency for like like, she liked that you like needed her yes and then but it like when I need someone as a friend like I heal and I I feel like I healed from that fairly quickly and within two months of that friendship beginning like we I went home for summer we weren't seeing each other and I felt like we had a healthy friendship where Mm -hmm. I was just like okay like I'll see you when I see you and like this is great but to her it was not that like to her it was like I am the one friend that she's been looking for forever because she didn't have friends from high school still she didn't have other close friends in college and I didn't have many close friends in college yet either like I had two other girls that I'm still very close with now that um are definitely like very good friends of mine but I wasn't hanging out with them every single day yeah. and this specific person, it was like a different level of closeness. yeah it was a different level where it's like okay you, like when you feel like you found like your college bestie like your ride or die like that's how you feel and over time it I just feel like within a year it got so toxic where it was like anytime I wanted like even when like you would come mm-hmm. and like you meaning Aaron? Yeah. Sorry, I feel like forgot they can't see you. <laughs> she's, she's like pointing Seriously. to me. Like, <laughs> like you gotta vocalize. Like that. when I would have visitors, when I would go home, it started progressively getting like you could feel like the negative vibes like come off from her and the disapproval and mm-hmm. the like frustration. And I thought it was weird. And when I got into my next relationship with my with the, which is with my current boyfriend. The first red flag that I really should have seen waving pie in the air proudly Screaming, was, I'm a red flag! Screaming, Me. I'm a red flag, is the second that I got back to school after, like, a week of dating this guy, she, like, had a breakdown, <laughs> and we had to talk <laughs> about it, and I, because I felt this weird, like negative energy that she had me being so dramatic it's negative energy no but like it was no, but I you, felt, can, you can tell when something's off i felt like her you, negative you energy it. and it was eating away at me mm-hmm. and so i sat her down and i was just like we need to talk about this because like this is like bothering me i was like i love the both of you and i want this to be she had no reason thing. not to like I was him like, you have no reason not to like this guy like you haven't met this guy you don't he's know anything about this guy he's just so great and like that's what's he's literally an angel I feel like he's literally mine and Aaron's friend too like we don't even need Ariel Ariel could literally be I could in like a different and we would be like yeah she could be she could be on a different planet and like we would literally just take care of him and like 
Cherishing. You know, yeah. cherishing. Yeah, cherishing. Literally, literally cherishing. Like, she had no reason to act like that. Like, that that's, weird. like, he's my boy. Like, I would literally die for Nate. Yeah. And I think Aaron would, Like, I, I will go down on that knife for him. Yeah, and so, but the thing is, like, she didn't even give him a chance. She did She just him hated him because mm-hmm. she, he was, like, we taking had, her attention yeah. away from yes. Right. And I thought, and I feel like she kind of masked it with, like, the whole thing because me and him were kind of friends, kind of dating for a little while before yeah. that. And then we didn't actually get into an official relationship until we did, which was a couple months later. And I think that she used any, like, slight negative comment that I had ever made about him against him and was, like oh, well, you shouldn't like him because of this. Well, what about this? What about this? Bringing up things that, like, I had clearly moved past, clearly weren't detrimental to me getting into a relationship. I've learned a lot from my past relationships, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't get into something if I thought that there was something wrong. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't. And I stuff was, that you addressed with him. Exactly. That, like, was already, like, like, anything, like dealt with. taken care of. Exactly. And at, when I sat her down to talk about this, it was very... She immediately was crying and said, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to a best friend... I've never had a best friend before, and I've never had a best friend get into a relationship before. And I was like, okay. Because when she met me, I was dating someone already, and it was very toxic and very bad, and we broke up, like, shortly after. But you guys weren't even, like, really friends, like, Yeah, we when... weren't even really friends, like, when me and that guy were dating. But so that I thought that that was weird that she said mm-hmm. that, and I was just like, why is that a problem? Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, I was at school away from him. I was going to be still spending the majority of my time with her. It was like, long distance. It's like it a was, long distance relationship. Yeah. It was like, like what did you see him? Like, every other weekend? Every other week? Yeah, like, every week to every other week. But I didn't see him at least, like, five days a week. Yeah. And, like, I was with her, like, eating dinner with her every single night. And I just thought it was weird that all of a sudden that wasn't enough. However, when she had a plan or when she was going away for the weekend or was too busy doing mm. something, too busy with homework, like, I never said anything because I didn't care. Because even if I didn't have a plan with Nate or with you guys or anything else to do... I was content with just being alone for a couple hours or being mm-hmm. alone for a day. And she, like, now that she had me, she, like, wasn't. And it yeah. was just very weird. And it's like she would have been okay with being alone if she knew that I was also not with someone else. Like, it was just very weird. It's like it was only a problem when I was giving my attention to someone else. Mm-hmm. Which was, like, weird. Which is And not this good. just progressed further and further over almost a year of me dating this guy still dating him still vibing mm-hmm. and it blew up in my face literally <laughs> literally and in her literally face in my mm-hmm. face um into her expressing this in such a terrible way that was like unforgivable yeah. like it was just like it had gotten to such a point of like no return and we tried to dis- like talk about it like we tried to I tried to kind of ask, like, do you have something against this person? Like, is there something mm-hmm. I'm not seeing? Like, yeah. because everyone else in my life who I love and trust doesn't see what you're, whatever you're seeing. She was like, no, there's nothing wrong with him. And I was like, okay. So, like, what's up? And it was, like, just this whole spew of, I don't like that you're giving your attention to someone else. I don't like that your other friends are going to know what I did, which was weird. Her, like, one of her first things she said was, now Aaron and Nate are going to know that I did this. And I was like, what? Why does that even why matter? Does that, why do you care? Why do you care about who's going to know rather than thinking about what you just did? And it's not even like you're, like, gossiping. You're, like, three in the morning, I'm so upset. Like, right. I, like yeah. I need your help. Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not, oh, oh I, my God, like, F her. She's a bad no. person. Like, it it's was like, so, I need help. This was a hurtful experience. This was someone who I was friends with for almost three years. 
at school when you make a school friend like that for that long like it like they're like they're, they're like, like your family literally yeah. family those are the there. people yeah. that you spend every day with yeah and it, like it's not to say that that friendship didn't mean something to me because it obviously did and that's i feel like why this whole thing was so hurtful was just because like when someone just isn't in the right mindset to like have a healthy friendship there's nothing you can do yeah. and i tried for these years to like love and support this person and be there for them and that ended up like biting me in my ass mm-hmm. because one of the problems that she brought up when we were talking about our friendship basically like ending was that she feels like she's always the one asking for advice and that I never need any mm-hmm. or that I always go to other people and I was like she's like that you need how her. is that like an issue that's my fault how is that something that's on me? I have no problem helping my friends through things mm-hmm. and helping them through their insecurities. But to try to like blame a friendship ending on me not going to you for something or her, she was getting mad that I would tell you something first or tell Nate something first when it happened if I had an issue. If I had a fight with someone in my family or just any kind of yeah. minor problem like in my daily life, she would get angry that she wasn't the first to know. And that's toxic. See, like, I'm I'm honored that you told me first right. about your car. Yeah. I'm not, like... You're not expecting No. That. And you're not going to be mad. She was, she was surprised. Like, she literally was like, oh. Like, when I told her that just now, she was like, oh, really? Like, yeah. 90% like, of the time, I'm going to tell whoever is around me or can help me in that moment. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter the you, ranking of the friendship that no. they have. You go to different people for different things. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if I have, like, a, a, a problem that a certain friend has gone through or like has experience with i'm gonna go to them not you can't put all that trust and like all that energy into one person because they can't take all of that weight yeah you need to like disperse it between multiple people but like we were just also talking about how like you cannot get stuck in that headspace of comparison but that's exactly what she was doing to you yeah because when it she's forcing it no because like when ariel and her had the like our friendship is ending like let's just hash this out like she was like she was like i'm not on the same level as aaron like all this stuff like comparing herself to me it was so weird and i was like trying to get across like i don't compare you to these friends i don't compare my friendship with you to other people but by you saying this you're not meeting my standards yeah of having the confidence that you need to like hold a healthy relationship in any way mm-hmm. like it was constant jealousy that i had you constant yeah. jealousy that i had a boyfriend it was so weird and it was expressed in such a backhanded way like oh i support you but I'm pissed that I don't have that. Like, then don't say anything to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm happy that you have that. Like, that must be nice. Like, how does that? How is that supposed to make me feel? Yeah. Like, if I'm telling you something nice that my boyfriend did for me, why are you getting mad that you don't have that and not just saying like, I'm so happy for you that you're happy? She was literally doing like everything that like we were saying not to do like she met meg the first time and called her her best friend within she, five and like seconds. Held, no i could tell like immediately Clear. how insecure she wasn't as a person and it just made me sad yeah yeah because i was like she's a nice girl right. like she's not a bad person of course she's yeah. just lost yeah and like and she, she doesn't know who she is and she doesn't know how to 
be there for someone but also be there for herself yeah. and she d- did not have good, good communication she's been feeling this whole storm of emotions of jealousy and like anger and being upset about ariel but only lets it out in literally the most she just lets un- it build up like yeah. unefficient yeah. way possible yeah unefficient inefficient way possible if you're upset you need to just like bring it, bring up, it up and like because you can deal with it or you don't but yeah. like at least you need to like let it be known because like we can't read minds. Yeah, like, we can't. And, like, at that point that we were, like, having this discussion, I was feeling like I should have brought things up beforehand. Mm-hmm. But I thought back, and I was like, I did. I brought this up and tried to nip it in the bud. Yeah. I brought this up ten months ago and tried to nip it in the bud. And she wasn't willing to No, you. I know you talked to her yeah. about the... Because you, you, she would tell us, like, when she was doing it. And, like, she would talk to us about how the conversation went. And, like, we knew that she was trying. voicing her opinions. Like, Ariel was trying. It's not like she just let everything go and then let that person have, like, reach a breaking point And then exactly. everything just imploded. Like, she was periodically checking in and having these conversations. You can that person so was admitting what was wrong but only when prompted really like she wasn't like you know coming at you and you know what i mean it was just more when there was a big issue and then she would like pull stuff from the past that she was holding on to and just drop it on you and you're like how am i supposed to handle this i literally didn't know how to respond and i was like so confused because i didn't want this to be a thing that was about my like romantic relationship because yeah. I was like that's so stupid to have that come between a friendship and that wasn't way. like the root of the problem. no it wasn't and that it was like was it, really hard for me it was like the mask to like all the issues yeah, that she was that like, was like having. the easiest thing to target because that was like something that was taking up a lot of my attention but it wasn't just that that was taking my attention it was the issue was anything that was taking yeah. my attention like at all i mean and you were in a relationship and me you and meg were still had the same level of closeness you right. still have the same level of closeness with your sister your mom yeah everything. i've been friends with aaron for 17 years and i've had three long relationships in that and time I, and, and i see you like once a month yeah and she sees you every single day multiple times yeah and we're chilling yeah like i've noticed too that like something ariel said was that this particular person would keep themselves super busy and like when Ariel kind of touched on this before but like when she was busy Ariel would be super understanding and say like okay like I'll see you when I see you Mm, but then if Ariel was busy not even just like with her boyfriend or her friends like if she was studying or like say like couldn't meet up for dinner one night or something she'd get upset it was just yeah it was just a very like toxic like pattern yeah and it just made me it was just like constant putting guilt on me for things that like i shouldn't feel guilty about yeah you're walking on ice like you you shouldn't have to do that with your best friend yeah and like i felt a very big like mood shift the semester that this whole like debacle happened Mm -hmm. i felt a mood shift i felt the pull of like i felt that she knew that I that because that was when I was talking about I'm moving home after college I'm yeah. going back to these people where all my friends and my boyfriend are mm-hmm. and my job and my family and I think that that was what like super worrying to her yeah because I was like obviously like the closest friend that she had at that time and this is not to like talk shit or be like haha you didn't have any close friends yeah like, because that's not what it's about at all like i'm so thankful for the friends that i do have and for the other people that i have that were super close to me but you like kind of need to have other people mm-hmm. that you can at least trust because you can't put that like magnitude of 
just shit on some on one person's yeah. shoulders. There's just things that sometimes you need to work on alone, mm-hmm. and like you need to have the like self awareness to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just like think it's like a good. I don't know. I just think it's like a good, not like a lesson, but like kind of yeah, to just yeah. like. Obviously, like, you're not gonna, like, let yourself get to that point as, like, a friend. But, Mm -hmm. like, also to, like, watch out for that in other people. And, like, I don't know. Because there's just, there was just so many, like, different obstacles that was, like, okay, like, we talked about it here. Nothing changed. We talked about it again. Nothing changed. We talked about it again. Then when the friendship ended, you reached out after. And we're, like, I hope you have a good break. I hope you have a good time. And nothing. Didn't get a response. Didn't get a oh like can we hang out when you get back or whatever like now we have a class together and we act like we don't know each other and it it sucks so it's just uncomfortable and i'm not like super stressed about it because honest quite frankly like i'm never gonna see her again after two months from now and i'd never really want to yeah but i it would have been nice to at least like when you get to a point of no return in a friendship when you know that it's just not gonna be the way it ever was again to at least just, like, end with respect mm-hmm. and, like, civility and talk things out in a non-emotional way. Mm-hmm. Because the t- one time we talked, obviously, like, it was emotional. It was the yeah. day after, like, everything, like, went wrong and just the day after, like, a very big fight happened. Yeah. And it wasn't really getting to a healthy ending point. And I think that it would have been beneficial to talk afterwards but at the same time, it really wasn't my place to be the one to ask mm-hmm. because I had already reached out and kind of tried to attempt to make an effort yeah. after that had happened. Mm-hmm. And it was, I felt like if if somebody cares about me and they want to make this right, they're going to reach out. Yeah, like the ball is was... In in her, it, it, it's in her court right now. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel and like now, that yeah, was... Yeah, she's just waited too long. Like, I it's, just feel like that's a good instance of, like... Not necessarily, like, a bad person, but, like, a toxic relationship. Yeah. And, like, it was not helping anybody. Yeah. Because I feel like, honestly, at the end of the day, I think we both knew that we weren't right to be friends anymore. Yeah. Like, I think that there is... I don't think she's necessarily 100% in the wrong for not talking to me again. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I'm not 100% in the wrong for not trying again when we got back to school. Yeah. Because I think that with everything that had happened, it would have been hard for me to, like be able to trust her to a certain point again Mm -hmm. with certain things in my life and to be able to openly talk about my other friendships and my other relationships without worrying that she was going to be offended yeah and I think that that eventually would have like built up and made me really hurt so I think that it probably would have ended eventually yeah and I exactly and I think that she's just in a different place and like needs to better now than later though yeah Yeah. exactly better to just to like rip off the band-aid yeah true but Meg also found another article on huffpost.com all about toxic friends and we just kind of got into like a lot of I don't know toxic relationship examples that we've like experienced exactly but this was also a very good article so we thought we'd share we'll link it in the show notes down below okay so here are 23 signs they convey criticism i think like if they there's a way to say something and there's a way not to say something and like if you're friends with this person you should kind of know how to approach it yeah but if you're saying things to like 
put someone down or hurt them. Like you look really fat today. No, like like <laughs> like, but no, but you see people yeah. do that, yeah. and like that's a really toxic ass. Yeah, person. they just want you to like feel bad about yourself. They're smart, so I think that means like socially smart. They know like how to push your buttons yeah. and like. Mm-hmm. They understand like how to read you and like your emotions and stuff. Another thing is they're covetous. So like basically just another way of saying like they're jealous, like when you get something and they don't. So like say like if you get a promotion at work. Yeah. They might be like, oh, why didn't I get a promotion at work? And they might like harbor negative feelings for you over that. Yeah. Interesting. Another thing is they discredit you if you say something they might be like oh that's not true or like oh that's wrong like oh yeah she doesn't know what she's talking about yeah yeah so like they kind of just like kick at your self-esteem a little bit they could like spread lies about you Mm -hmm. stuff like that they don't have empathy so like i think if you're like conveying how you feel to someone and they're like not really understanding and they're still kind of thinking about themselves I think that's a huge red flag. For sure. They're untrustworthy. Talked about that a lot. They're freeloaders. This is a ah! huge one. Oh my my God. mom always, oh, she has this term that she has with her best friend called assholes. <laughs> and that's just people that ask you for things mm-hmm. and just like don't, aren't really there for you in return. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a big thing. If yeah. you feel like you're always giving, giving, giving and you're not really getting anything in return, Mm -hmm. then I think you need to, like, reevaluate that relationship. They're gossipy. Um, If they, like, spread rumors about you and stuff and it, like, gets back to you. They're unhappy in their lives. I think that's a huge one, too, because if someone's truly unhappy with themselves in their lives, they like it when you're unhappy. Yeah. And I this happened with my sister and her college best friend, she her friend was very unhappy with her life and everything and she liked it like if Shannon had a fight with her boyfriend or you know something was going wrong she seemed to like almost like that there was chaos in her life yeah Uh, it was was, it was weird yeah that what that friend I was referring to was like with me like she wanted me to have problems to go to her for and I was like be like, why do you want me to like be having issues? Why, why do you want me to be upset? <laughs> why do you like want me to be sad? Yeah. So and like they like it when yeah like, basically when like, you go when to you them for stuff them, yeah and just they like it when you're miserable because it can also make them feel better if they're miserable too. They're self centered. That's a huge one. Mm-hmm. If you feel like they just don't really have you as like a top priority, not like a top priority, but like an important priority. If you feel like they're more like out for themselves yeah. and just like, like I said before, how like someone will go for a situation that's more beneficial to them versus one that might be beneficial to both of you or something. Mm-hmm. Their life is a living drama. <laughs> I think that's really important. If someone always has issues with other people yeah or if they're constantly losing friends out the door yeah so if they have like a super dramatic life and they're always in fights with people that's definitely a sign they bully you yeah i mean that's kind of (laughs) self-explanatory they're blabby so like they might talk too much and like dominate a conversation okay and don't really don't really get let you get a word in um they're judgmental that's pretty self-explanatory they're liars I think if they lie yeah. about things or over-exaggerate, that's definitely bad. They're big-headed. Okay. Um, they just, like, talk about themselves and they might Me be a little... with my huge head. Stuck up. If they're big-headed. They're stubborn. Why don't you just at me, HuffPost? 
<laughs> no, yeah. If they're like being a tourist, if they're little, if they're a little uncompromising and like they want things a certain way, like that mm. could be toxic. Yeah, they're fussy, so like they complain about things. They might be needy, like hard to please. Just go with it, bro. Yeah, yeah. they're resentful. They're Take resentful. Easy, I think that's Whoa. a huge one. When someone's resentful. Yeah, like yeah, if they just like hold you shit need to let it go. and they <laughs> tend to their grudges like little pets, yeah. that's an issue. Okay, like, like little pets. Um, them every night and day. Okay, some people are like that though. <laughs> yeah. They're harsh. Um, you might get in like fights about like petty shit. Yeah. And they just kinda like take it to an extreme. They kinda like yeah. want to like fight with you a little bit and like pick, you know. Yeah. Just to like start a conflict. Maybe they're bored. Who knows? They're inconsistent. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. <laughs> okay, true. Consistency in friendships. Key is key. Yeah, like you really just need to be consistency sure. in every aspect of your life is literally Yeah. Like you should know like someone's gonna be there for you. If yeah. you can't say that about a person, get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cut them out. Not in, like, a mean way, but just, like, you know, realize that it's not a beneficial relationship for both of you. They're pessimistic. I think that can, if someone's, like, super negative all the time, it definitely, like, rubs off on you. And it's hard to, like, take on other people's emotional baggage. Here's another one. They're cheap. Oh, God. Oh, I hate that. I think if, like, you need, like, okay, so, like, here's an example, like, we Ariel and I and Kelsey and like we took Erin out for her birthday, right? And obviously we paid for her because that's what one does. Yeah. They shouldn't have to pay for their birthday. A person a that's friend? cheap <laughs> might, you know, not wanna be like make Erin pay for her own dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like obviously like not everyone has like enough money to be like I doing literally that was all like, the just time. Let me know the price. I was like yeah. more No, I was yeah. I literally yeah. was like Nate was like put it on my card. I know, and I was like, Nate literally hating his discovery. Me, me forking over like no, twenty dollar like, bills. I'm like, yeah. Another perfect example before I start like really wrapping up this episode is that when my aunt passed away in September, like a week after. I mean, obviously, I knew these guys were real friends because they were there for me. But like a week after, I remember I was like sobbing hysterically because I just saw my uncle who was like her husband, and I was so upset. And I went out to dinner with Ariel and Nate. And Nate picked up the entire tab. Yeah. Like, didn't yeah. even mention it, anything. And, like, a good friend. I mean, obviously, I'm not like, oh, my God. Like, good friends will pay for my tab yeah. every time. Because I'm like, kind of what it makes it sound but like. But, like, do that. but just, like, like, a thoughtful gesture like that. Like, out of nowhere, he was like, oh, no. Like, it's on me. And I was, like, not looking for me to, like, be all up on him and be like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, like not looking yeah. for the recognition. Just being, like, no. like silently, like, I got it. Like. Or, like, when we went out for Erin's birthday and her license was expired and they couldn't serve, they couldn't serve her, so we basically, the night, the night was foiled. No, I- And we had to come back home. I want to tell the story. Literally, (laughs) we're at the bar and I'm, like, so upset my license expired. I'm, like, this is awful. Like, my friends are going to be so embarrassed. Like, this is so awkward. And Meg's boyfriend goes, nah, we going home. And they go, they go to get food and come back with- cases of white claw and they were like we're playing a game and i was like yeah these we, are real friends we all got drunk like yeah. i literally was like low-key wasted yeah, no, but <laughs> and like we were so in our fun. living room and like we had so much fun and we weren't even doing anything but yeah. i think it's just like friends that not like they don't have to sp- like spoil you monetarily mm-hmm. but just like when you need it yeah. yeah and just like give you like 
you don't have to be like cheap just with money, but cheap with love, cheap with yeah, just like affection and just Anything, everything yeah. that you need. Like, just yeah. don't don't be a fucking cheapskate. And I think like one last thing I want to say before we like really like conclude and say like our final thoughts is that like obviously like there's toxic people everywhere or like toxic relationships, but you can also be a toxic person in other people's lives. Okay, true. And it's like okay to recognize that. Like yeah. obviously me recognizing that, like yeah. freshman we've year, all like, been I toxic definitely, at I was definitely yeah. toxic. Oh yeah, no, I was. No, yeah. we we've all been toxic <laughs> been, at one yeah. point and it's important to like we obviously all recognize we're not gonna spill our guts right now, but we all recognize yeah. that we've been toxic in other situations, but it's important to kind of like like the article noted, like just like see those aspects in other people but like also in yourself yeah, and you so you don't get like down a rabbit hole so any concluding thoughts guys um yeah i think i'm just gonna say what i said before and what ariel sign says you know just be the friend that you would want to have and yeah. i think that's really important and i'm gonna quote my parents and the golden rule treat people the way you want to be treated don't be a dick um True. you know yeah. if you call if you feel yourself like being toxic own up to it say mm-hmm. you know what i'm sorry if you feel like someone else is being toxic you know call them out but in a nice way yeah i don't know i just feel lucky that i have you guys not to be a little emo but i just feel lucky because i know i mean like my sister she didn't she's never like she's had friends for sure but yeah. she she didn't grow up with a built-in best friend or like she has mm-hmm. obviously friends now but like she's just I, so independent yeah but though, like and, I, and I just been. know that there's like so many people that have never had like the relationship that we've had and i just feel like really blessed and really lucky to have you guys because okay, i know not everybody ex- i mean like i know not everybody experiences that in your lifetime but if you if you're listening to this podcast and you feel like you have a bad friend or that you're in a toxic relationship get out Say because something. you will find friends yeah. Like, not even get out, say something. Sorry, yeah. let, me, let me not be crazy. No, your, your time will come. If but you I'm, don't have a best friend right now, your time will come. Like, you deserve, you, someone. you deserve good friends that care about you, that want you to come along, that love you, that respect you, and that, I don't know, treat you the way that you should be treated. So Yeah. I think I just want to say that the key to friendship is just balance and loving yourself before you love others not just romantically but Mm -hmm. also platonically it's key and it'll help you love others better and i think that sometimes friendships won't work out and that's okay and you don't need to let it i guess dictate your whole life and dictate how you necessarily feel about that person forever and i think that you can still forgive and you can still appreciate what you once had and then appreciate even more the friendships that you still have and that you will have for time in the future yeah go and grow baby go and grow and love love each other love each other go tell your friends that you love yeah go go squeeze them text your friends text your friends that you haven't maybe talked to in a while and just ask how they're doing check up on them you never know what people are going through so and it's so nice i've gotten that text where like i've been having such a hard day and someone, like, maybe I haven't heard from in a while. Or, you know, someone just says, like, hey, love you. Hey, miss you. It's just yeah. so... It makes your whole day, honestly. I know. It's, it, like, it, it seems dumb doing that. But also, you could even text your parents. Yeah, true. Te- yeah, like text that. your damn Literally, parents. Literally, quick shout out to Ricky for sending me those texts, like, every couple oh, weeks to a couple love. months. He's literally the king of, like... He's so busy. He's in grad school. And, like, obviously, we're in different states. But he will 
reach out at totally random times and just be like, hey, like, I just want to update you and, like, tell you that I love you and that I'm thinking of you. And, mm-hmm. like, I want to get together when I'm home next. And, like, Taurus that is, like, vibes. Taurus yeah. vibes. And, like, that is so sweet yeah. mm-hmm. and so nice. And every time I see it, my heart literally grows. I know. It, like, it, like, <laughs> it, no, but, like, literally it inspires me. Did you do that? Like, last night when we were out and, like, um, all those, like, there was, like, so many gay guys dancing on the floor. And I was, like... <laughs> I literally was talking to Kelsey, and I was like, you know who would love this right now? Ricky. Ricky. So I, I texted him last night, and I was <laughs> like, I wish you were here. Like, you would you would love this right now. Okay, well, then we'll guess we're going out on Thursday. <laughs> Sorry. But I really hope that you guys enjoy this podcast. I feel like I'm I'm, a, I'm the only one that's looked at the total time. You guys are going to scream. But I think it, this has just been such a good episode, <laughs> and I definitely want to have you on. I want to have Nate on in the future, Ariel's totally boyfriend. Come on. Because, like, he has so much to say because he totally switched his entire career path. And I feel oh, like he he's just. Love that. I feel like he's he just like a that. very unique guy. So I feel like it'd be yeah. Sorry to better like, cry. Go off on him real quick. But my perfect man. One time, Ariel and I, were, Ariel, <laughs> Nate, and I were going out, and Nate went to the bathroom. Well, Ariel and I got so drunk at the pregame, <laughs> and we cried over how great Nate is. So we'll definitely have okay, to. Literally, literally peeing. Me. Aaron was like, "This is all I've ever wanted for you," and I was like sobbing. And then we went to the bar. But don't forget to follow our Instagram at Love You Meet a Podcast. I'll link Ariel's Instagram down below if you want to follow her. And we really hope you guys just enjoyed this episode. It was great having our real first guest on. And this honestly felt like five minutes. We're going to go get some Chick-fil-A. And I'm so excited. So love you guys. And we'll see you in the next episode. Love you, mean it. Love Love you, mean it. it.